ever experienced that to where you just had this sense that God was leading you, then you know there, there's nothing like that. And it doesn't take too long to notice when it, your life's not aligned in that way. There's something powerful about knowing that our steps are being directed by God. And so today, I want to look at the ultimate example of living that lifestyle. How many of you know that if there's any, anybody that ever walked on the earth as a man who lived their life with their steps being ordered by God, it was Jesus. Come on, that was an easy amen. That was a low, that was a low level introductory amen. Like you can all get in on that one, okay? Jesus was perfect. <laughs> he even said in his life, I only do the things the Father tells me to. I gotta be honest, I can't say that. I've done a whole lot of things and then asked God to bless it, and God's like, I never told you to do that. <clears throat> but Jesus only did the things the Father told him to. And so I want to give you one verse of scripture today. And this verse is powerful because we don't know what Jesus' life looked like from the time he was 12 years old until he was 30 years old. We don't get that in the Gospels. We see him as a child in the Christmas story. We see him as a boy in the temple at 12 years old. We get a snapshot, and then we get nothing until he's 30 years old except one verse. But this one verse, though it's small, it's enough to give us a pattern for what it looks like to have a life that is established by God. And so I want to look at that verse today, and I'm going to tell you, this verse is going to not only be our text for today, but it's going to be the outline for our life group series that we're going to be launching at the end of next month. And I'm so excited about the life groups getting together and talking and having conversations around these topics. Not only that, but as I've prayed throughout this second half of 2017, God's began to give me series and messages that I'm going to deliver throughout this year that come right out of this verse. How many of you want to know what the verse is? Luke chapter 2, verse 52. It's the window we get into Jesus' life. It's all we know from 12 to 30 years old. What was it like for Jesus to live as a man and have his steps established by God? Luke 2, 52. Here it is on the screen. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Now look, if you're here today and you figured it all out already, this probably isn't for you. <laughs> You've already arrived. But for the rest of us, who haven't arrived yet, I want you to know it says Jesus grew. In other words, when Jesus stepped down out of eternity and he became a man, he was born as a baby in Bethlehem, he not only subjected himself to the limitations of an earthly body, he subjected himself to the process of growing. Not just physically, but even intellectually. How many of you know Jesus didn't come out of the womb preaching? No, it was a, a process. Jesus grew. And I want you to know that the plan of God for your life and for my life this year is that we grow. And so I want to challenge you to pay close attention to how Jesus grew because he's going to lay the foundation for how we're to grow. And if you're a note taker, and you should all be note takers, number one is this. Jesus grew in wisdom. Let me talk to you about growing in wisdom for a minute. I'll, I'll just tell you three things that we ought to do this year to grow in wisdom. First of all, we need to learn more. You need to learn more. 
The one thing you're never going to stop being, or at least you should never stop being, is a learner. The Bible says in Philippians 1 verse 9, And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight. This is the Apostle Paul praying for one of his churches. That, that you don't just get grounded in the faith that you learned, but that you abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. In other words, Paul is saying, don't stop learning. I read a statement from Roy T. Bennett that said, the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. The past is a place of learning, not a place of living. There's a lot of people, they're not growing in wisdom because they're not learning. They're living in the past. They're living off of past experience. Can I just appeal to you today that there may be something that God has for you in your future as a ministry, but you don't even have the skill set yet to accomplish it. There may be things that, that God wants you to do, but before you can do it for His glory, you've got to just learn the skill. Let me give you an example. Right now, the guys are, are serving in the back. Don is uh, running a, di a digital console, uh, a soundboard that we just purchased a couple months ago. He's on the learning curve. We're, we're figuring this thing out. Never done that before, but he's applied himself to know how to do it. He's applied himself to learn how to do it. And God